All right, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Life, Liberty, and the Pursuit podcast. I'm Mike. And I'm Robert. And welcome back. We're pretty excited to be here, and we got a lot in store for you today. But before we get started, uh, make sure you're following us on Twitter at LLNP Podcast, and it's spelled out. You can check out our website, which is LLNPPodcast.com. LLPPodcast.com. Isn't that what I said? That's what I said. You I said, said LLNPPodcast.com. Okay, well, I'll, I'll go ahead and give it to you. Uh, but it's okay, Mike. Um, you're, you know you're on vacation. Mike is doing this from a satellite location, by the way, so if we have a couple of hiccups, uh, we can blame it on that. That's right. Definitely not all the beer I've been drinking. <laughs> oh, God. That's not good. You, you're you drunk in the yeah. hotel bar doing a podcast on just what on the table or what? What are you doing? <laughs> drunk history, drunk podcast. It's all the same. There you go. Do it. But uh, yeah, so you should subscribe to our, our podcast on iTunes. And if you would, it'd be great if you could rate and review us. And you can also find us on Google Play and SoundCloud, which we all have linked at our Twitter. So that's why you really should follow us there. Amen, Mike. That's where we do the majority of our correspondence with our fans. Except for those blog, blog posts that I'm going to start writing so real you, soon. You haven't started writing them yet. Oh, or have you written them? them? You have. I think you've I'm written start posting them. them. There you go. Yeah, I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt here. So you've written some, you just haven't posted anything. <laughs> That's right, because I can't <laughs> figure it out, because I'm the least tech-savvy millennial you'll ever find. Well, don't worry. Me too. Yeah, we still feel qualified to talk for our generation. <laughs> well, we can still talk. We're just not, we just don't know how to do websites. That's true. You know, we need to get what is what are the what are the ones but that came after the millennials? What do they call those kids? Um, Generation I something. I, I don't, don't know, know what though. Generation no hope. <laughs> that's what they should call them. I'm pretty sure that's what they. That's what everyone is thinking. Like for even for the millennials. Well, because it's true. I mean, we have no hope. No hope and change. Barack Obama, 2008. Anyway, I don't want to get well, off on that bullshit tangent, well, Mike. Well, as we discussed, the American dream is still alive and well, so it, there's it some is. hope. It's alive. Not well, but it's alive. <laughs> it's all right. So it's not thriving. It's not dead. It's not dead. It's, yeah, exactly. It's doing, it's doing a little bit better than just merely surviving. Yeah, that's true. I'll give you that. It's, it's better than surviving, but Ooh. it's not surviving. <laughs> The, what did uh, I just say? So did I just say the, the so exact Generation opposite? Z. That's what after the millennials. Generation Z? Or the iGen. What? <laughs> that's what that's what I'm that's what I'm seeing right now. iGen? iGen doesn't make any sense. The Apple iPhone generation was us. The millennials. So what the hell? I don't know. All right, hey, let's just start talking about what we we're supposed to talk about today, Mike. We're What's gonna that? talk current events. We're What's gonna... more current than uh, Generation Z? Uh, real news, <laughs> not or, fake news. or fake news, whatever you want to talk about it. But either way, either way, there's some important stuff going down right now as Hit we us. speak. So, over the last couple of uh, couple of days, there's been some incredibly interesting stories coming out. Um, obviously, about the president and his, um, you know, staff with all these leaks, Mike. Um, and then we have a, a fellow by the name of Sean Spicer, who you know who he is, correct? Yes. Okay. He is the press secretary. Press secretary. Fantastic. There you go. Look at me. I crushing know. Crushing it. Crushing it. Crushing it. <laughs> so apparently, 
he has started going around and checking staffers' phones in the White House to see if they have been corresponding with people they shouldn't be corresponding with, with i.e. media. With who can't they correspond with? Media. Leaking information. Oh. Now, I can, I can see why somebody would want to stop leaks from happening, right? Not well, letting that's the what media... Depends whole business model is built around stopping leaks from happening. Right. Well, that's pretty much everybody's <laughs> uh, plan is to not leak it. Um, however, however, I kind of have an issue with this entire thing because he's going and checking people's phones, their personal items. So, hold on. How? So this is my sticking point. Where is it being reported that it's personal? CNN. How do we not know it's not, it's not their business phone? CNN is reporting that it is their personal cellular telephones, if they still call them that. You have a quote for us. Do what? You have a quote for us. Do I have a quote? Yeah, do you have a quote for us? I had a quote. (laughs) (laughs) Um, However, it has since been um, closed down. Um, However, I might... take your word for it. Well, I mean, you don't have to take my word for it, because I'm not necessarily taking CNN's word for it either. But... Evidently, it's happening. Well, let's so, play out both of those scenarios. Does it make a difference if it's their personal phone or not? I don't think it does. I don't think it does at all. I do. Why? Well, because if it's a if it's like a business phone, typically, you know, the government or a government phone that's government property, so he should be able to check that. Well, yeah, but Hillary's private email server was running through a government phone. And we should have been able to check that, too. Well, we didn't. We couldn't. The FBI tried, but it didn't work out. Well, that's just because Hillary's people, her cleanup crew, is better than the government's. Uh, well, evidently. So he's he's going around just asking people for his, for his phone, for their phones. All right. But what he's looking for is that he's he's told them that they cannot use any encrypted texting apps, which I didn't even know was possible. Like, I didn't even know those existed. Really? Evidently, there are apps, yes, that encrypt your texts. I never heard of them. Um, well, that's what like Snapchat kind of like started out as. No, but Snapchat doesn't encrypt anything. Well, so Mark Cuban's little like Snapchat like follow up was that I thought. Oh, I just was, thought his his thing was just another form of social media. I thought his was. I thought he tried to have encryption on his. Do we have a, was, do like, we have a nerd? differentiator? Do we have a nerd? Can we have that looked up? Let's get the uh, LLP podcast intern on that. Do we have a nerd? Where are our nerds? I don't know. Nope. I guess they're off today, um, <laughs> which is fine. <laughs> we'll fire them later. Um, let me see here. Mark Cuban's app. I don't know. Text, the text app. Here. I don't know what it's, it's called. I don't even know what Dust. it's called. Dust. Yeah. Cyber Dust. There we go. There we go. Cyber Dust. I have no idea, though, what what it's supposed to do. I'm telling you, it was like a whole like encrypting thing. And then it like de- like deletes, so like you can never have it. Okay, so here it is. It's a free texting app. This is from BusinessInsider.com. Here, it's a free texting app that lets you send messages and photos in a sort of a chat room, but the messages self-destruct after thirty seconds. So it's claiming it's what is described as WhatsApp, which I don't know what is, uh, meets Snapchat. So apparently, I don't, I don't know. He says it's a, a viable Snapchat replacement because it promises more security 
and more features. I have no idea what this is, and I've never heard anybody say, hey, check me out on CyberDust. So that's the bottom line, though, is the White House staffers, they can't be using CyberDust. Yeah, they can't use anything that's, uh, you know, that encrypts their texts, I guess, to make sure that they're not leaking information. But I don't understand. Somebody obviously leaked the information that he was doing that in the first place, right? <laughs> I mean, I don't yeah, think it would have been. <laughs> I don't think Sean Spicer would have said, "Hey, everybody, uh, news media, I'm going around looking at everybody's phones to make sure that, hey, guess what? You know, you're not using these crazy apps." But I still, I still have a problem with it. He shouldn't be going around looking at people's phones. Well, I mean, I don't really have a problem with it per se, especially if they're government phones. However, I think. That's not the real issue. The issue at large is they have a staff full of people that <laughs> aren't committed to to the mission, and they're dissenting in the form of leaking all of this stuff to the press. That's well, the that's the larger issue. Maybe, maybe uh, you know. Maybe no, it could. Be, they could be leaking this stuff themselves. What are, what are they leaking? Uh, just bullshit. It's it's not. It's nothing worth even talking about. Honestly. You know, it really isn't. And I, like I do what think what Spicer had for lunch. Potentially. <laughs> you know, I just I don't know. I think <laughs> this... like you won't believe Sean Spicer ate two and a half sandwiches for lunch. Oh, I was gonna say something like he was oh it wasn't two and a half sandwiches, he was eating vegan or something, and it's not a Republican thing. <laughs> Which it isn't. Let's face it, it's not. Nobody That's eats true. vegan and likes it. No. But anyway, so but you don't have a so here it is. This is a quote from CNN. Spicer asked to review both his staff's government-issued and personal cell phones. So he asked. Sources say. So he asked anyways. He didn't demand. It wasn't like a requirement. He's still going around looking at them. Well, and only if you're let me, tell you, let me tell you something. If you say no, what are they going to do? Probably fire you. <laughs> Maybe. And then he is, is funny. He also specifically asked his staff not to leak information about the meeting or his efforts to crack down on leaks to the media. So that is exactly what I just said. Somebody <laughs> leaked that. Leaked it. And, it, and of course, what does it say? One source said. <laughs> so there so are still sources. One. There's only one mole. Well, I guess that's true. <laughs> They're not like seven sources told us. It's probably Kellyanne Conway if you think about it. It might you're be. Gonna to, you're going to have to walk me through that one. I don't know. She's pissed that they're trying to rein her in because she keeps saying crazy shit on television. Oh. So she's pissed. Now she's leaking out all the information. What was her? What's her title? Like chief strategist or something? Or? I don't know. I don't even know anymore. She's had so many freaking Pfizer. titles over the last couple of months. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I guess she's just trying to keep busy till the next election, like major election. Yeah. Well, huh. it'll be Trump's, right? <laughs> It will be Trump's. So I'm not looking forward to that one either. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So so anyways, you're concerned that he's he's asking for those. I think I'm not as worried about that. I just think it's it's a larger issue. Like they don't have a good team together, is what it sounds like. Well every but every every presidency, every single one of them has leaks. Because somebody says to somebody else, you know, I'm, you know, your journalist buddy goes, hey, you know, I'm going to get canned. I need a story. And so they give them one. That just, well, it happens all the time. For, like, they get paid. Don't they get paid for good leads? Who? Like, don't the, like, sources get paid sometimes? Uh, I don't know. I've never been paid to be a, a source, so I, don't, I couldn't tell you. I've never had anything to leak. 
Although, if if I ever was in a position to be a whistleblower, I totally would. <laughs> Why would you do that? To get the whistleblower rewards. Yeah, you mean like Edward Snowden? Did he catch? Oh. Almost fell on my chair. <laughs> That's not good, Mike. Stop drinking. This is a serious podcast. <laughs> this, is a ser- this is a serious <laughs> journalistic effort. Uh, uh, no, um, now I forget what I was saying because I almost broke my back. I don't know either. <laughs> You're talking about being paid to be a source. Oh, right. And uh, whistleblower. Yeah, did Snowden catch in, cash in on that? I don't think no, he... No, he didn't cash in at all. Cause I was going to say because we were just going to we're just going to arrest him as soon as we're able to. Yeah, or he's going to get executed. <laughs> you know, without trial. <laughs> They're just going to go in there and execute him, possibly at the airport. <laughs> Speaking of, they need to get King King Kim Jong Un on that. Right? Okay, so there's another craziness going on here for this week. Uh Kim Jong Un, the I, I don't Wait, know what I'll he calls himself. His name from now on. Does he call himself the president, or does he call himself like supreme leader? I've I never really figured that out. What he calls the, himself, the un, or just the dictator? I'm pretty sure he doesn't use dictator, uh, but he should because that's exactly what he is. I put the dick in dictator. Right? Yeah, exactly. There you go. And we're not editing that out. Um, <laughs> you know, Kim Jong Un pretty much just killed his half brother this week. What do you mean, pretty much? Pretty much. I mean, I. You know, I mean, the jury's still out. I guess. I mean, they have no juries in North Korea. Well, no, he wasn't killed in North Korea either. He was killed in Malaysia. Do they have juries in Malaysia? Yeah, and they'll hang you for just about anything. The jury will? No, the the <laughs> the Malaysian government. They're the Malaysian insane. Malaysian prime minister. They kill the Malaysian prime minister. <laughs> From our favorite movie, pretty much, right? It's a good um, movie. Oh, it's a great movie. Zoolander. For you all guys that don't know what we're talking about, all the millennials love it. Every, not even millennials. Everybody loves Zoolander. All the Generation Zers love it. They don't because the, they're still the, in the womb. All the iGens love it. Although the iGens love Zoolander too, probably also, which I heard was not that good. Okay, so no kidding. I saw the movie the other day for the first time. I was so unimpressed. With the, the sequel? With the sequel. It was awful. I haven't watched it because that's all I've heard was that it was terrible. And I don't want to. I don't want to see it. You want me to have a little oh, spoiler alert for those people who haven't seen it? <laughs> it's um, terrible. I guess I already spoiled it. It sucks. Do not <laughs> waste your time. It is awful. We the plot is so. The plot is now. dumber. The plot. We should actually. We should have a segment every other week or something. But I like it. I the just plot. Saw John Wick two. I'll review that. I. You know. I didn't see John Wick one. I didn't know that was a thing. Oh, that's awesome. That's a, John Wick was a good movie. Did it have Keanu in it as well? Yeah, he's John Wick. Is he John Wick? I don't. Like I said, <laughs> hey. Look, Jason Bourne was replaced, okay? Matt Damon was replaced with Jeremy Renner for, like, one movie. And then he came back. So, listen, don't tell me that Keanu cannot be replaced, because he can. All right? Well, everybody, everybody's replaceable, even me on this podcast. As uh, and you, we have as shown that. tried a lot. <laughs> we haven't tried a lot. We did it one time. Oh, one time, but then you... You kept uh, you kept trying to replace me afterwards. I didn't, who knows trust me, why. Mike. If I had have tried, we would have succeeded. Let's face it. <laughs> Good point. All right, I'm no, a hardworking John, millennial. I succeed every time I try. <laughs> do you know the premise? Do you know what the uh, premise of uh, John Wick was? If it's anything like The Matrix, he knows kung fu, <laughs> and he shoots things. All right, so you're half right. <laughs> <laughs> so he shoots things. But the pre- <laughs> the premise is he's he's a hitman. 
and uh, he has a, a a beloved wife who's dying of cancer and or some disease or whatever the heck. And so she dies, but her like dying gift to him is uh, a puppy. So she leaves him this puppy. It's like the only thing he has to remind him of his dead wife. And this group of hitmen come by and they kill his dog. And so he goes on a killing spree to revenge, to avenge the death of his puppy. So let me ask this question. This might be a dumb question. Um, so he's already a hitman. I, I might have a dumb answer for you. So spoiler alert, right? So, uh, <laughs> so he's a hitman already. He's when an ex-hitman. When his wife dies? He retired. He had retired. All right. So then he got he's a puppy. He's been retired. And then, and then somebody killed died. it. And then his dog was killed. And then he went on a rampage. To avenge his, his dead dog, yes. Wow. Why That's did they awesome. kill his dog? Huh? Why did they kill his dog? Uh, just because they were like, you know, you know, trying to be like all tough guys and the tough guy move, intimidation factor. I don't know. I don't know either. Let it was me a tell mistake, you this. though, because they all got killed by John Wick. Oof. Yeah, that's usually a bad move. Um, He's into muscle cars. Huh? He's into muscle cars. Is he? And yeah, guns, cool apparently, house. right? But uh, it was a good movie. The sequel is pretty good, too. So what happened in the sequel? Is it like Taken, where he's like seven, like everybody in the family gets taken? <laughs> I think there are going to be like seven John Wicks, but uh, just because they, they left it open at the end of uh, John Wick 2. But uh, no, the sequel, he, he basically had re-retired after he avenged his dog's death at the end of the first movie. And somebody killed his fish. Well, <laughs> he got a new dog. <laughs> oh boy! And uh, he uh, he had given it. I guess some he had given a marker or something to somebody, and the guy comes to claim the marker, and John Wick tries to say, "No, I'm retired." But the guy's like, "No, you have to do it. You have to go kill my sister." So, anyways, he go he comes out of retirement again to go kill the sister, and then it spirals. And then apparently, what I learned from John Wick too is everybody in New York City is just a hitman in hiding. It's pretty really- crazy. So I was I thought you were gonna be like, oh, he was going to supposed to kill her, and then all of a sudden he falls in love with her and kills the brother instead. John Wick can't love anybody. <laughs> Not anymore, huh? Yeah, cold He's incapable bastard. after his wife died, and it's actually kind of funny because his assignment to kill the sister of that dude, he goes to do it, and uh, she kills herself instead. So, wow, <laughs> saved him the trouble, but he did get to claim the credit. So. That reminds me of another movie. Did you ever see the whole Ten Yards? Yeah. It was the sequel to the whole nine yards, and it was terrible. Yeah. When apparently, what's her name? Amanda Peet's character is supposed to like kill somebody, and he like slips on marinara sauce and ends up <laughs> out the window somehow, and he like kills himself by mistake. <laughs> Another terrible movie, but it was hilarious. I did enjoy it. It's a good movie. But the whole nine yards was much better. So, we're just we so gotta much like, we gotta pace out our movie reviews. Robert. We can't do all them tr- there, there are, trust me, there are so many movies, so many movies out there that we can probably review twelve a week and be fine. <laughs> That's true. But uh, anyway, so back uh, you were talking about assassins and Keanu. Um, you know, Keanu is actually very good with firearms. I believe it in real life. I believe it. You should no seriously. If you haven't, and if listeners haven't seen him, like do a. Um, uh, pistol competition or like a three gun competition, you should definitely Google that. It is worth the watch. The guy he's, is good. He's a comp, like he's a pro. Yeah. Like well, he's beats. not like a pro, pro, but I mean, he does run competitions and he's pretty damn good. Nice. It's insane. Um, but he did not kill Kim Jong un's half brother. 
<laughs> um, evidently, Kim Jong Un <laughs> killed him with like seventeen different little Korean people. They were all in the airport at the same time. <laughs> he used seventeen people. No, I don't know how many people he used, uh, but there's apparently like eight or nine that the uh, Malaysian government are trying to arrest right now because like, they're uh, um, what the hell am I trying to say? Um, well, the they got, they've got yeah. There you go. They're they're wanted for questioning and they are suspects. So they've, wait, did they kill him in the airport? Yeah. So Ow. they, they shoot him? No. This is this is another crazy thing. He was killed by a VX nerve agent. Wow. So chemical weapons, pretty much. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, if you speaking and of movies, that's, that's definitely like I would say that's how I expect Kim Young to assassinate somebody with a chemical weapon. I, or a nuke. I don't know. I, I don't see that. I mean, I he's he's crazy. I didn't see him using VX nerve agent. Um, if you've ever seen the movie The Rock, you seen that one, Mike? Yeah, it's another awesome movie. Okay, so that's the same nerve agent that they're talking about. The VX uh, gas. Well, this was like a liquid form of this nerve agent. And I don't know so how... Nicholas Cage wasn't like strolling through Malaysia. I know. <laughs> I hate him so so much. He's the same character in every movie, kind of like much. Keanu. <laughs> kind of. Well, no, Keanu. Uh, sorry, I, I said it wrong. Keanu. Uh, I said it wrong. Um, he Outside had a, of Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. He plays the same brooding, dark, violent, like somewhat hero, hero quasi hero. No, there was a uh, there was a movie that he was like a baseball coach too. Don't forget about that one. What was that? I, it was probably called Baseball or something like that. I, th- oh, I swear you know, it was something I, I know like what you're that. Talking about where he's like a recovering alcoholic or something like that. No, I think that was the Bad News Bears. No, he wasn't <laughs> recovering. <laughs> no, he was just a stone cold alcoholic. <laughs> but uh, but yeah yeah yeah. Oh, you know what? It was, it was called Hardball. Oh, that's right. And not with Chris Matthews, with Keanu. <laughs> Keanu, <laughs> I know kung fu. No, you don't. I'm going to um, teach you guys how to play baseball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So we're getting too far afield again. Um, Run out to left. I'm going to hit some fungos. <laughs> Fungo. What a terrible thing that was. Oh, man. Hated it. That was my yeah. least favorite thing about baseball. Should have called it suck goes. <laughs> uh, well, fun about it. My, my most favorite thing. I shouldn't have said most because favorite is the superlative form of good, is it not? Uh, Mike, you're an English guy. Um, oh, no, what's superlative? <laughs> oh, you know that. Comparative superlative, good, better, best, you know, that sort of thing? You don't know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. Okay, I good. Just... I was just making sure. Anyway, uh, <laughs> see, <laughs> I I know Ingerish. I really don't. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> Liar. Uh, my, my least favorite thing of all was 21 outs. You remember that? Yeah. 21 outs. Because, oh, I don't God, think it was we awful. ever got past, like, nine no we did we we got to like we got to like 18 i think at one point and for the listeners that don't know what 21 ounces it's torture uh our former coach probably should have been imprisoned for (laughs) child torture we had to go 21 outs no errors no runs no nothing pretty much a perfect game and which is impossible (laughs) in a high school level let's just put it that way impossible so coach if you're listening that was mean as hell and we really regret that but anyway we we hope you regret it too yeah he doesn't (laughs) He doesn't at all. I hope, hope you're like sitting there just looking back on that and feeling bad about it. Well, he doesn't feel bad. He's a massive lib. Is he? Oh, he's huge. He, he used to argue with me all the time. Really? About, yeah, about politics. 
This was after we had already graduated, of course, because uh, he couldn't do it while we were at school, probably. But yeah, he uh, kept uh, saying, "Oh, your boy George Bush," and then he'd give that you know some BS thing that he'd come up with. Um, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Again, we're we're digressing on a crazy um, tangent here. Um, so what what else you want to talk about, Mike? Because I'm done with Kim Jong Bing Bong Un Nam, whatever the <laughs> hell's name is. We're um, done with them. That was actually a good movie too. Bing Bong, remember that one? No, what's that? Uh, Kicking and Screaming with Will Ferrell. Oh, yes. A lot of bro. Will Ferrell movies oh. today, by the way. <laughs> we, yeah, we should we should do, um, instead of movie reviews, we should have, like, we should pick an actor and then review their career. Hmm. We could start with Bill Paxton. Well, he died. So his career is over. His career is over. It's officially ended. But I don't. I don't really Unless know. It's gonna be like Paul Walker. Work, though. He doesn't and have like come out in like some posthumous movies. I just really I don't I don't know his body of work. Like I don't so know what he's really first, that famous the, for, other than um oh what the hell was it? He was in Twister. Twister. Tw- I think yeah. I mean I knew, I knew Twister, but I don't I don't know I've anything else. I've never seen Twister. What? I've never seen it. I just knew that he was in it. I remember in fifth Spoiler grade. Spoiler alert: There's a tornado. <laughs> 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 anyway, um, you now you ruined it for me, Robert. <laughs> I'll never watch it. Oh well, I'm sorry. You don't need to watch it. It's pointless. <laughs> but no, I was gonna say. I remember in fifth grade, like we were gonna watch it in class, and you had to go home and get a permission slip signed to watch it. And uh, my parents wouldn't sign the permission slip, so I I had to go like sit in the cafeteria with like the one other kid in school whose parents wouldn't sign a permission <laughs> slip. Good. You know what? Your parents saved you from a terrible movie. <laughs> you should thank them every day for that. Well, here's the thing. I probably couldn't be any more terrified of tornadoes than I already am, so I don't think it would have hurt. Huh. hurt me. Interesting. Well, by the way, did you know that Mr. Paxton was actually from Fort Worth, Texas? Uh, No, I didn't. No? I thought I, had, I thought I knew he was from Texas, but I didn't know he was from Fort Worth. Yeah. he uh, he uh, He's from Fort Worth. Uh, and evidently, he was in Dallas on the 22nd of November, 1963, when something else happened. JFK. Yep. He got dead. Um, and evidently, there's a very famous photo of him uh, going Bill around. Paxton? Yeah, him at the assassination. I wonder if he was the assassinator. Let's say he framed Lee Harvey. Is that a, is that a word, assassinator? <laughs> or did I just make that up? Assassin, I think, is the preferred <laughs> nomenclature. <laughs> And we were just talking about those guys a minute ago. <laughs> Keanu. Um, so, yeah, there you go. Hot damn, another Texan. So many great Texas actors out there today. So many good well, ones. Well, we named one. <laughs> yeah, but there are more. <laughs> and also, you just elevated Bill Paxton to a great actor after you found out he was from Texas. <laughs> well, that's all that matters, right? <laughs> if you're from Texas, you're automatically a great human being. <laughs> Yeah, well, no one's going to argue that, but I don't know about your acting chops. Well, I don't either. It doesn't matter. All right, uh, so we've talked Sean Spicer. We've talked about Bill Paxton. We've talked about Kim Jong-un Nam. That's the two of them together, by the way, if you didn't know. Uh, um, Un and then Nam. Or Nam. I don't know. I have no you. idea. So it doesn't, uh, doesn't really concern me one way or the other. So what else you got for us today? Well, there's uh, a couple other developing stories, I guess, um, that I guess today 
uh, I don't know if you heard this or not, Mike, but apparently there were shots fired at the uh, at a Dallas police station today. Oh, really? Yeah. Apparently this morning, um, around 5 o'clock, this is Sunday, by the way, the 26th, but uh, yeah, at five about 5 a.m., they were, uh, somebody shot at the, at the building and broke a couple windows and whatnot. And they didn't catch the person yet. So um, I just thought that was interesting that even after all the uh, the BS that happened in in Dallas last year with all the police officers dying after that jackass started opening fire on them. And here That's they are still, still, still shooting at cops. Uh, you know, that just absolutely aggravates the hell out of me. Yeah, it's uh, that's absurd and ridiculous. I hope, I really hope that that's not going to set the tone for this summer all over again right. with another rash of cop shootings. Well, and you know, I guess speaking of, uh, if we're talking about Black Lives Matter again, um, the, are we? Well, <laughs> we can segue kind of into that, but uh, it was the anniversary of Trayvon Martin's death this week as well. So, if whatever that means to you. <laughs> So that uh, kind of, I guess, was the start of all this five years ago. If you can believe it's been five years, Mike. Since Trayvon? Since Obama said, that could have been my kid. What was that? <laughs> Just another LLP sound effect. A sound effect that we're not meaning to use. Um, so apologies. I don't know what that was. Either I, way, I like that. It sounded like you were slamming the door on something. Uh, I wasn't. It wasn't. It was 100% by mistake. Well, I like it. I want to use it after all my good points. Yeah? Do you have any good points, Mike? I was going to say it. So, like, after every time I speak. (laughs) (laughs) No. That's not how that works. (laughs) Negative. Negative. So, um, did we talk about the Donald not showing up for the White House Correspondents' Dinner? Or not whatever the hell? He turned into his RSVP two months early and said, "No, no, I'm not I will going. Not be attending. Why? Why the hell did he do that?" Uh, so everything that I'm seeing on that, there, well, everything. But I read an article, I believe it was on CNN, also, where they were saying um, fake news. He doesn't want to be laughed at. He doesn't like to be laughed at, and so he doesn't want to go and be roasted all night. That was their. That's what they're saying. Really? I would think. He's probably trying to, you know, support his points in his ongoing battle with the media. And he's just saying, we're not friends and I'm not going to go cozy up to you all night at this at this fundraiser. Well, yeah, but that's ridiculous. That is absolutely ridiculous. That's that's my take on it. And I also think there probably is a little as much as I hate to admit it. There's probably a little bit of truth to the fact that he hates to be made fun of. Well, who you know what? Honestly, nobody likes to be made fun of, but you have to have at least thick enough skin to be able to handle it when you're the president of the United States of America. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you got I mean, even if he went and Seth Meyers got all over him again this year, you know, it would at least give Trump some peace of mind to know that he could have Seth Meyers' taxes audited for, like, the last, like, 20 years or something. I cannot stand Seth Meyers. I never thought he was funny on SNL. I don't which think one he's is funny he? now. I, I don't remember which one he is. He's a goofy-looking blonde guy that did Weekend Update with, oh. uh, I forget who he did it with. He might have done know. it with Tina Fey. Tina Fey. 
No, you know what? I think he did it with Amy Poehler. Yeah. Because I think Amy Poehler and then Tina Fey took over after that, it's either, or the other way around, or he came in after Tina Fey left. Gotcha. I don't remember. But he wasn't good. We'll put it that way. He was stupid. Still is. So, so they're saying since Trump's not going to show up that they're thinking that Alec Baldwin's going to take his place. I would like to see John D. Domenico do it. Have you seen him? No. He's like the, like apparently he's the highest paid Trump impersonator. That's not Alec Baldwin, of course, because let's face it. Donald Trump. Alec, yeah. <laughs> well, Donald Trump doesn't have to impersonate himself. That's true. But he's, he's a crazy the person. Paid Donald Trump. So. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's funny though. I mean, you should uh, you should watch that too, if you uh, if you haven't heard his impersonation. Do have a clip? I don't I don't have a clip of, of him queued up here, Mike. But uh, we'll go ahead and and just let all the listeners know that they need to go check him out. I think he's got a YouTube channel too. It's it's pretty good. Nice. It is fantastic. Trust me, it's worth the watch. Check it out. Yeah, check it out. So what else do we have? Since we're just really talking current events and just giving our spiel today, don't really have anything ready to go, I would say. So the Oscars are tonight. Ugh. Don't even say that word. I'm not tuning in. Well, I don't, is, is I don't there, think anyone expects me to tune in either, but I'm not going to. Has there been a um, hashtag Oscar too white or whatever it is again this year? <laughs> I don't know what the hashtags are. It's probably like, I don't know. Uh, everyone's just everyone's saying it's going to just be a, a huge pulpit for everyone to, to denounce Trump all night. So, what um, a coincidence! You know, to some it's extent, like every other like, day, huh? It's like every other day. I was going to say to some extent, like I'm not saying it's right or that I support it because I clearly don't. But it's nothing new for these actors and actresses to use these award shows as a political pulpit. So, well, of course, that's that's how they've always done it because every movie, whether you like it or not. Is political in one way or the other. You can find a, a I shouldn't say a agenda, Mr. Hit, uh, English major, there, an agenda. Thank you, Mike. In every single movie that's ever been created, what do movies really start off? I mean, movies got turned into propaganda in the forties, right? Hell, probably in the in the in the teens when with World War One, that's really when they started propaganda movies. I would say. So that's, they've never really stopped that. They're hiding it better. But they're, and this is going to sound like a conspiracy theory, Mike, but it, <laughs> hold on for a second. I'm holding. Good. It's, uh, but just listen, listen to, the, to the message of the movie. I guarantee it, no matter what it is, you can find some sort of propaganda in it. Now, some movies, like The Hurt Locker, for example, you see that one? Yes, I did. All right. So a lot of people think that that was a, a, um, kind of more of a right wing whatever you want to call it um you know help me out here mike pro right, war yeah pro war you know pro republican whatever you want to call it movie if you watch it and really kind of pay attention to the story it kind of goes into detail about how you know all obviously these soldiers are so messed up throughout the entire you know um tours in iraq and then some guys that just, I'm not going to call them war junkies, but that can't really fit in well at home. So they keep going back and going back and going back and they can't stop. I mean, that's a left-wing agenda right there. You, you look at the, um, where the, the guy gets shot at the, at the end of it, you know, and has to go home right before they go home from their, uh, their, uh, their tour. 
And he it's just it's spewing left-wing agenda. So you have to really kind of pay attention to it, but it's there. Do you catch you catch what I'm saying here? I catch what you're saying. So but that it's one's, it's everywhere. That one's a little more subtle, I would say. It it's not that subtle. Not at the end. Yeah. It's it's more subtle in the beginning of the movie where you're like, I have no idea what's going on. These guys are great, you know, they're going out defusing bombs. But then toward the end, you realize that it's just like a very anti-war movie. Yeah, it's kind of interesting, especially like if you juxtapose like American Sniper, you know, with that movie. Yep. Kind of kind of the other end of the spectrum, which again, kind of uh, just on a personal standpoint, um who's that who's the guy who played Chris Kyle in that movie? Bradley, Bradley Cooper. Cooper. And uh I remember when they were when they were saying, you know, how uh, how Bradley Cooper was saying how he's like he's actually a liberal and he you know doesn't support the war and everything and everyone was so upset about that because uh, they you know they they saw him portray Chris Kyle in that movie and they just like expect like that's how he is in real life right right exactly kind of goofy but it, when you think about it but uh, well and it's it's like um, that idiot what's his name Jim Carrey who was going around supposedly to do some, you know, the kick-ass two or whatever uh, media tour and refused to do it because of the use of gun violence. I'm like, um... That's what? Co- yeah, did you not hear about that? He refused no. to do do press for the, the movie because there was too much gun violence. For which movie? Kick-ass? Kick-ass two. It's like, you didn't understand that was going to happen. You were in Kick-ass one, <laughs> the original. <laughs> you knew it was going to be violent, yet when there was all these... Um, you know, school shootings, police shootings, these, you know, whatever you want to call it. And he still chose to go film the movie. Gotta get that paycheck. Well, exactly. So you've got to be kidding me. These guys are just, they're hypocrites. They really are. And that's just aggravating. And that's why the Oscars don't matter. Well, that's not the only reason the Oscars don't matter. Most of us don't just, don't give a shit. Yeah. You know, I go to watch a movie for, to be entertained. That's pretty much it. I don't care about anything else. I don't care about the actors, nothing. I just go to be entertained. And if I'm not entertained, guess what? The movie sucked. Movie sucked, and I'm not going to see the sequel. Exactly. Or watch this again. I'm not going to buy it on Blu-ray or DVD when it comes out. Yeah. Well, first of all, nobody does that, Mike. Well, that's what they always say. Buy it on Blu-ray or DVD. I know, but nobody does. Well, I'm not going to, especially if I didn't like the movie. Yeah, exactly. So here's something uh, interesting. Did you see that there was a group of protesters? Or I shouldn't say protesters, really. Really? A group the, of protesters? Hold on. At the Academy Awards. Hmm. But they were supporters of Trump. What were they protesting? I have no idea. <laughs> they just had held a rally in front of the theater. A bunch of clowns. Go home. Well, I mean, the one thing is that, you know, they weren't violent about it. They didn't go tear shit to the ground like they're they uh, firebombing cars and no, businesses. No, they're not. You know, and it's 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 funny. It's funny that they can do something like this, you know, and and do it peacefully, without blowing anything up. Yet as soon as the left starts to protest something, all of a sudden we talked about this two or three weeks ago, and they just burn everything to the ground. These, this is how you're supposed to protest, right here. You protest the Oscars. By being a pro-Trump person, whatever it is, you carry your sign, you yell, blah, 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 you do a little march, whatever you want to do, but you don't, there's no fire, <laughs> there's no guns, and, and these people are right-wing, right? They should have guns and fire, but they don't. 
according to the left, they're dangerous people, but they're not the ones committing violence. Is that weird? That is super weird. It isn't that weird because it's a bullshit narrative that the left likes to portray right-wing people as crazy. But yeah. Not, I mean, there are some crazy people on the right. There are some crazy people on the left. But we're not all the same. That's true. One size doesn't fit all. We're people. We're individuals. Exactly. This cannot be some utopian bullshit society that they want. We'll get to know you. Get to know us. Exactly. Speaking of getting to know us, Mike. Getting to know me. Where can they follow us on Twitter? You can follow this podcast, this podcast that you've been listening to on Twitter at LL and P podcast at LMP podcast and, and is spelled out just in case you were wondering. Perfect. So uh, I think we're pretty much wrapping today's podcast up. We've talked about so many different things, Mike, that uh, we were really ADD today, to be honest with you. Yeah, um, we we're all over the place, but that's cool. Yeah. We had some fun doing it though. You I know, time. no, no complaints here. Always so, do. So obviously follow us on the Twitter thing. Uh, like and subscribe us to us. Like and subscribe. Wow, I cannot talk <laughs> at all, and I've been talking for 40 minutes. Um, so like and subscribe to our podcast. Uh, give us a rating of five stars, obviously. Five out of five, not five out of ten. That would be mean. Uh, five out of five, if you will. Uh, rate us well. Even if you don't like it, rate us anyway. Um, and then, of course, follow us on SoundCloud. You know, listen to there, Google Play, whatever it is. Website, Mike, is what? LLPpodcast.com. Perfect. And be looking out for those blog posts that Mike, the English major, is going to be writing soon. That's right. It's going to be awesome. It is <laughs> going to be awesome. Trust me. Believe me. That's another one of Trump's favorite phrases. Believe me. Believe me. <laughs> so anyway, for Life, Liberty, and the Pursuit Podcast, we will see you guys next week. <laughs> <laughs>